0: it's a great day to live for jesus this is the in the word podcast with pastor mike grover a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the new testament where we will browse the background discover the doctrine and practice the principles of god's word for us today you know i think the single most significant event in my life apart from my salvation was when i received this bible from a man named iris sawyer in July of 1983 and I was thinking this July that will be 40 years ago and what a difference receiving the Word of God did in my life it opened my heart and my mind to all the truths of God to understanding him this was a tremendous study Bible and had all these topics that I was able to study and if you look closely, you see right here, there's this section of the Bible where all the pages are just kind of falling out. That's all the pages of the Apostle Paul and the New Testament writings for the believer, which I scoured intently to really understand what it was that God was saying to me. So, as a 20 year old young man, receiving the words of God, the words of life, Man, what a tremendous impact it had, not only on my life then, but even in the fruit of my life today. And it reminded me of a song that I've loved for so many years. It's called Wonderful Words of Life. And the words go, sing them over again to me, wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty see, wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty, teach me faith and duty. Beautiful words, wonderful words wonderful words of life and i don't know that a more wonderful gift was ever given to me apart from salvation than receiving that bible from iris solier in the summer of 1983. here in acts chapter 11 we also see the highlight and the impact of the reception of God's words and the difference they can make in a life and in a destiny. I'm going to be reading in Acts chapter number 11 and in verse 11. It says, Behold, immediately there were three men already come to the house where I was sent from Caesarea to me. This is Peter speaking. And the Spirit bade me to go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brothers accompanied me and we entered into the man's house. He's talking about going to Cornelius' house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said to him, send men to Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. And I love this verse. Listen to this verse. Who will tell you words. He'll tell you words whereby you and all your house will be saved, shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them as on us at the beginning. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did to us who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then has God also. To the Gentiles granted repentance to life. So Peter goes to Jerusalem after the events of Acts chapter number 10, where the first Gentile um, received the gospel in the book of Acts. It was a man named Cornelius, a soldier of Rome. And as he came to Jerusalem, Peter was criticized by the Jewish Christians there because he went in with God's word to people who weren't Jews, to non-Jews, to the Gentiles. And so they were criticizing him for eating with them and for sharing God's word with them. And so Peter begins to recount to them everything that took place. And he starts telling them the story and how he had this dream. We talked about this at the last In the Word. And he said that then these men came to the house and the Spirit told me to go with them. And and then he said he went to Cornelius' house. And then he said that as I was preaching the word to them about Jesus and they believed, hey, the same thing happened to those Gentiles that happened to us on the day of Pentecost. They began to speak languages, the gift of languages that they had not learned. They began to speak languages uh, that they hadn't learned yet. And when the Jews heard about the sign of the gift of languages, that's when they believed Peter, and that's when they accepted that God was now at work, not just in the Jews with the gospel of Jesus Christ, but with the Gentiles as well. And I love what Cornelius said to Peter when Peter arrived at his house. He said, The angel told me to send for a guy named Peter, and when Peter comes to you, he's going to tell you words. He's going to tell you words that are going to save your soul. He's going to tell you words, it says, that um, are going to allow you to be saved and not just you, but your household as well. You know, there's really power in the words of God, particularly in salvation. I think of Romans 1:16, where it says that the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of Christ, it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. And if you're a believer today in Jesus Christ, it's because you have experienced the life-giving power of God's words. And uh, I love that one line in that really old song that Martin Luther wrote called, A Mighty Fortress Is Our God. And it's talking about how we fight against Satan. And it says, one single word will Fell him or knock him down. One single word of God's has the power, man, to save a life, to change a destiny, to really defeat the enemy. And, and I don't know, you know, what other issues were going on in Cornelius's life that day. I don't know what kind of life issues he had. I don't know what kind of work issues he had as a soldier. I don't know what kind of family issues issues he had in his life. But here's what I know: Cornelius had no. Greater need in his life than to be saved, than to hear the word of God's and to apply them to his life that he might be saved. Hey, the word of God is powerful to help with work and help with life and help with family, but man, there is no greater need and no greater power that comes from God's word than the power to save a soul and the power to change a destiny. You know, there are many people in our lives today with many different issues. But those people have no greater issue and no greater need in their life today than salvation. You may have a neighbor today that's going through uh, cancer or other health issues. Man, you may have a friend or family member that's going through a broken home situation, uh, trouble with children, whatever that might be. Man, you may have a great friend who's lost their job or is about to lose their job and just having nothing but trouble at work you know what? We need to resist the temptation to not look past that immediate need to really the greater need in their life. And that's the need of a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. God said, Cornelius, I want you to send for Peter. And uh, he's going to tell you words. And those words are going to save your life. And those words are going to save your soul. And and not just you, Cornelius, they're going to have a major impact on your family as well. So he was told that The words that he would be told would not only just save him but they would save his household as well you know I think back in my life going back um, nearly 40 years and I think about receiving that first Bible from Ira Sawyer and Ira Sawyer was an older gentleman who did ministry to military guys and he'd come out on the base and he would hold a Bible study very informal he was an old country guy and he brought this Bible along that night. That one night I happened to go to this Bible study and I didn't have a Bible and he brought this Bible and I got this Bible and man, I couldn't get enough of that Bible. I couldn't get enough. Of, to this day, I can't get enough of that Bible. I can't get enough and I've never gotten over that. But you know what? The single greatest thing that book did for me was it saved me and it gave me eternal life in Jesus Christ. And you know, the fruit of those words that were given to me so many years ago is still bearing fruit today. I see the fruit of those words in my children. I see the fruit of those words in in their children. I see the fruit of those words in in my life with my family. I see the fruit of those words uh, in the church that I leave lead. Um, man, it's just the it was the gift that literally keeps on giving and will give until that day. And I stand uh, in the presence of Jesus Christ and see him face to face. And I will have those words. Uh, that I've been reading and listening to all these years, I'll have them directly from his lips one day. So the fruit of those words I received, man, are just still bearing fruit today. And if you know Jesus Christ, um, you have words. You have very, very important words to give to the people that you know and the people that you meet and you need to be faithful to those words. man. be faithful to learn those words. Be faithful to understand those words. Be faithful to give those words, to explain those words, to teach those words. You see, God has given you words. Just like Peter, you have words that you can give to people, words of eternal life. And so God's given you words to give to others. So don't hold back on those words. Man, don't just hear them and set them aside. Hear them, love them, learn them, understand them, share them, give them, sing them over again to me. The wonderful words of life. They teach us faith. They teach us duty. They're words of truth. They're words of beauty. So the word for today is this. I give a word from Jesus to someone you know today because you never know the long lasting impact that it will have thank you for listening today to end the word join us every tuesday and friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the new testament